Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, what's up, everybody? You are tuned into Afterbus TV for Power on Stars. I am your host, Bam Erickson, and I would like to introduce my panel. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Cornelia. And I am your girl, Robin Ayers. And Janessa should be here on the way, so she'll just come and just move right in. But hey, listen, listen, we have a very special guest via Skype calling from New York. He plays the character of Dre. Please welcome Routini. What up, what up, what up? What's going on? Hey, hey. hey. How you doing? <laughs> good, good. Um, okay, so I, I'm not sure how familiar familiar you are with the after show, but I have to say, there's some of us on the panel, bro. We didn't think Dre was gonna make it out. <laughs> we yeah. thought you was dead, bro. Toast, brother. And I, then I did my job, then man. That's all. That's all. Stayed alive. That's all you gotta do is come home, huh? Yes. <laughs> make so, you home. Okay, so I'm gonna ask the panel a question, and then after that uh, routine, you can you can uh, you can jump in. So, panel, is Dre team Ghost? Is Dre team uh, Kanan? Is he team both sides, or is he team I don't know what the hell I'm doing, and I'm just trying to live? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> A good one. I think I think I think Dre is trying to live, but mm-hmm. I ultimately think he is now Team Ghost. I think he's been playing Kanan, having Kanan think that he's playing Ghost. That's Ooh. just me. I don't know. Okay, and Keneally, what do you think? Well, I think I think he has to be Team Ghost because after we, what we saw at the end. Kanan out here looking like Freddy Krueger next season. So he has to be Team Ghost. He has to. Right. Because Dre came in like a certified G on that scene, one of my favorite scenes. And it was so small, but it was so profound. It was He was a G. And then he ultimately showed that he was there for Ghost. I am... Y'all saw New Jack City. We when um when um when when Ice T put the gun to what's his name was like, bro, I got your back. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, I, I can't say he's all the way team goes. Okay, I, I can't say I fully 100 percent trust Dre. Okay, well, Timmy, what do you think, bro? You know what? Again, <laughs> yo, I'm happy that this is a debate because the way it was written for season two was to leave it off like, where is his loyalty? Mm. So if you knew clear cut where I was, then I didn't do my job. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So going into season three, to answer the question, um, Dre is Team Ghost. <laughs> and he is Team Ghost for reasons you'll find out. But but he was always, halfway through the season, he started realizing that this is an older him. Mm-hmm. So he started loving that idea of it, but his loyalty to Kanan was too strong. So going forward now, that was a genuine act for him to do what he did for Tom, or well, to get Tommy out of the picture. That was a genuine act because he was literally there for Ghost to grow with, you know, the the Ghost situation. So Dre is a hundred percent Team Ghost as of now. Okay, that's what's up. Yes. That's what's yes. up. Well, uh, go ahead, Bam. I'm sorry. You had a question. So, um, my other question uh, as far as Dre is concerned. Um, so did Dre go against Kanan's orders because Dre, uh, because Dre was supposed to dump the body and it's never to be found, but yet the body yeah. was found. So yeah. my question is, I guess to to go along with he is actually Team Ghost. Did he purposely do, uh, um, put the body so that it's visible? 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So that he could potentially take Kanan down? Or what do you guys think about that? I mean, do you, does, does, does Dre look like a person that makes mistakes? <laughs> I don't think so. Then it, it must have been intentional. Really, it must have been. I don't know. I mean, your smile is kind of giving it away, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Because... Again, it's it's it'll, that's an answer that'll, that'll be answered next season. But you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you know what I got from it, uh, and I've been just really peeping Dre out, and we all have, you know. But his very subtle movements and his subtle, you know, facial expressions, and you know, it, really, this last episode, he just has this growing you know, thing against Kanan. It's like, okay, I'll obey your orders or I'll get in line with what you're trying to do or at least I will have you think that. But right. I got something really, like he's mad at him. He's he's looking at the way he's mistreating him as a friend, talking mm-hmm. about other people. But you know what? Are they really friends? I say no. No. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if I'm looking at it, I don't know that they're friends, but they're supposed to even, like when you're dealing with the streets like that, it's, a, it's yeah. kind of looking beyond friends. It's like we family. If we, you know, we know those many details about each other and we go so deep yeah. it's supposed to be past friendship don't you think yeah, yeah no. i agree mm-hmm. okay. so no I, I mean um i think it started growing for dre his his resentment towards kanan when okay so start from the beginning kanan basically represented a father figure for dre mm-hmm. and, you know that's when i when i was doing the character development that's what i wanted to, to come across like it was like a, a dad mm-hmm. so the reason why he hated sean so much is because he represented what what Dre wanted, mm. and when he when he's realizing that yo this is just this dude is weak like he's not built for this, but yet you're giving him so many you trusting him to do things that I'm supposed to be doing as Dre, like that's strike one. Then secondly, then you're like you're, you're you're not respecting me as a young general because you're not inviting me to meetings. You're telling me to do little light work, but I'm my own boss in my own right. So mm-hmm. it was a lot of like anger but then you had to he had to tone it down because he is the head he is the head head honcho and there is a hierarchy in the streets with him so but the resentment started when he started giving sean a lot of play and really kind of overlooking me you know yeah quick quick question though um so dre has resentment a lot of resentment towards like like you said kanan and also sean because that's you know his real son um so when he when he killed his own son you know, yeah. naturally, you might think that Dre might feel like, okay, good, he's out of the picture, not gonna be the real son. But the reaction yeah. that we got from Dre was, oh no. So, oh, oh no. <laughs> he's crazy. Because yeah. <laughs> that seemed like real, genuine feelings that Dre, uh, when Dre told Ghost, he was like, man, look what he did to his own kid. I'm a father, I have a daughter, you know. Mm-hmm. That seemed real, like it was genuine, even mm-hmm. though he went back to Canaan and said he bought it. Mm-hmm. It still seemed to me, I was like, oh, that, that was real feelings for Dre right there. It's, it's true, it's true. I mean, he really is feeling that way, you know. And even down to the wire, if Canaan would have invited Dre to that meeting, it still would have been like, all right, here's my chance to still prove myself that I can do this. But the fact that the fact that he gets back in the car and he's like, yo, like, I, even though you just did this for me, little brother, you're still not going to be a part of the meeting. It's like, okay, I'm completely done at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, So there was truth in what he was saying, but even though it's still part of a game, but that whole part of it was, was just null and void when he just completely just you know disrespect the Dre and and totally because you could you can see the reaction on Dre's face of it was it was a cross between a son being laid down by his father slash like what the hell mm-hmm. why am I not but I have to defend Kanan and say yeah. Dre does not deserve or he's not ready to go to the meeting Mm. I just oh, I, don't, I, I don't think he's, he doesn't. It, oh, I'm sorry. It's Kanan, but then is Kanan deserving to get to the meeting? Because Kanan shouldn't be at the meeting anyway. Kanan wow. came out of jail with his <laughs> pelly pill on, thinking that he was a dude, and now all of a sudden, 
I, I have to agree with you. I think that Drake deserves a seat, at, or at least to be, you know, introduced in a sense because he, like he said, he owns, he holds his own right. He handles his business in his own little, like, I guess his clique or whatever you want to call it. But I think, I think he he handles himself well. He's proven himself to Kanan numerous times. So why not? You know, because Kanan is he's like this Suge Knight ass type of dude <laughs> who, <laughs> who's all who's team me me I'm first. So based off of Kanan's off of his demeanor, why would you think that you are gonna? Why would you think it's gonna be that easy? Because well, he I, told him, and and if yeah. if this is really a street dude, what you, your word Words is your bond. bond. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what he told him. He had Drake fly down to Miami, couldn't go to the club. Had a kill old girl with the sneakers on. He's doing all of the dirty work, burying bodies, and now he can't even go to the meeting. Like I can't even go to the meeting. Right. Oh, I don't gotta say nothing. Let me just. Can I beat him? Right. Like, can you just go to the meeting? Right. Dang. Oh, that's I, I'm, I'm still, and I'm not budging. But wait, I, I did have a quick question though. When, yeah. when, when did this relationship between Dre and Kanan begin? Was it when he got out of jail and Dre just heard so much about him, or it was um, beforehand? It was um, well, what in prison, and, and again, we'll we'll touch on that next season even more. Um, but in prison, when Dre was in prison, he got jumped. He was getting like um, jumped by uh, the Ku Klux Klan. The Ku Klux Klan. So that kind of Kanan big big brothered him the same way he big brothered Ghost. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So it's kind of like the build up of that. This is kind of similar situations how Ghost had a daughter when he was young. Mm-hmm. Dre has a daughter when he's young. <clears throat> he, he goes into. You know, son, you know, taken under as a little brother by Kane and Ghost is taken under by a little brother by Kane. And mm-hmm. so it's building those similarities. Mm-hmm. But for what happened, um, yeah, he got jumped in prison and Kane saved his life. So he's forever in debt. Yeah, that loyalty yeah. is really yeah. there. Okay. Out of really curiosity, there, so I don't know if you guys are going to touch on it in season three, but yeah. does Kanan know who Dre is in terms of like the street in 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 prison? Or is it kind of something that I don't know if that no, makes sense? When, when when they were in prison? Yeah, I mean, of course oh. they, they haven't touched too much um, on that. But does he know who he is? Because I mean, not we see Kanan come out of jail with this plan, you know, and he knows who he has Rotimi and Rotimi's gang that he's planning to, I guess, have um, you know, basically build his own little his own little gang, you know, to to come against a uh, ghost and um, and um, excuse me. Uh, don't kill me Tommy yes so um, so does he in in jail does he know who he is or is this just kind of something that just kind of worked out on its own no no he knew that I was a young again he saw the same ambition um, that he saw in Ghost 15 years ago you know what I mean Mm 10-15 years ago so he saw that this kid has heart so he knew that um, when he got out and they'll touch on it but he knew that I got his back and I uh, and I'm out here running the streets in my mm-hmm. section, so you can trust me. Mm-hmm. And he knew that I owe him a debt because I, he saved my life, and he knew that I I, I was a G about it. So, um, so yeah, that the, the loyalty is the only reason that that kept even in the finale. The loyalty is what kept Dre from even attacking Kanan when he put his hands on him. You know, because. Mm-hmm. Dre's a certified killer in his own right, so but mm-hmm. the loyalty and respect as little brother, big brother, father, son is what kept him, you know, Got from it. handling this. I'm sorry, just let me be Team Kanan one more time. I, when he when he grabbed when when Kanan grabbed Dre, I didn't think Dre was gonna get killed, but. I think Kanan would have took Dre down. I'm, I just, I'm sorry, but yes. I mean, the only, the only thing Dre could probably do is shoot that. Yeah, but I, you know, I kind of wish he did shoot him. To be honest, I wish Dre really did shoot Kanan because it would have just made a, a, a things a whole lot easier. Uh, one other question that I, I wanted to ask you was. <laughs> I just have to keep it real. I had another question about this whole thing with uh, the body being found. I also now wonder how. I wonder if Dre has something to do with the fact that Sean's phone was crushed to pieces. So how did the coroner get a hold of Tasha, call her That's to exactly let her know? That's exactly what I wanted so to know. So I'm wondering, since Rotini was supposed to dump the body to never be found, I'm also wondering, did you plant, put a phone? I'm just... 
He would have got a cricket and put it on Sean. Because <laughs> Drake, Drake's character has really evolved these past couple episodes, and I, yeah. he's kind of he's um, he's like the breakout star. So I'm just kind of wondering, does Drake have anything to do with the the corner contacting Tasha as well? To be continued. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> On that note, congratulations also for making it to season three. That's yeah, huge. Because Bam killed you. <laughs> I did too. I did too. I don't know if you heard, but Bam be killing people off every week. So you made it, brother. I told you guys he wasn't going to die. Oh, I, I, I was rooting for you. I, I thought Dre was toast. You was rooting for me? I was. I was rooting for you. I told, I mean, I honestly, I think. You remind me so much, like you said, of a young ghost. And so, like, you're you're real calm, collected, and you, you kind of just, like, look at everything, you analyze everything, you process it, and you make your moves, but you're not loud. And I think that reminds me of ghosts. And so I just envision you kind of growing under ghost's wing in the next season. That's just my, you know, my, my thoughts. So That's a great prediction. Um, I want to ask you, so you came into Power for season two, and I, and I thought you did a, um, I thought you're, you did a remarkable job uh, with this Drake character. How did you even hear about the part? How were you cast uh, for this role? Well, it, it was last summer, August. Um, Power, uh, sorry, Stars had reached out to my agent saying that there was a role available and um, they wanted to see me for it. But um, it was probably like they said about two, um, realistically about 1,300 different actors were going Ooh. for this role. Wow. That's a lot. So, yeah, it says 1,300. Wow. So I did my audition. I sent my tape in. And when I sent my tape in, they uh, they basically had told me, um, you've got to wait. So I waited three weeks, but I thought I didn't get it because I didn't get a call back. I didn't get it. No, sorry. They told me to wait a week, but I didn't get a call back for three weeks. But mm. throughout that time, they were narrowing down to three people. Wow. So three weeks later, they bring me, call me and say, you know, we want you to sit with the creator, Courtney Kent Backbow, and the executive producer, David Nola, for just a director's meeting, just to see if I'm really the guy for it. And then if I get past that level, then I'll do it in front of all of Lionsgate, stars, mm. executive producers, everybody in the building. But luckily, I did a TV show um, called Boss before Power, so I knew certain people in the building, so I wasn't, it, it took kind of the nerves away. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I go into the director's meeting, and then that's where she tells me, like, listen, I've been a fan of yours since Boss, and wow. if it was up to me, when I created the role Dre, I wanted to kind of create a baby ghost kind of complex, and you were the first person I thought of. Wow. So I had to put you through the ringer, so I have to, so I didn't get that yet. I have to put you through the ringer because it makes the network feel comfortable, but mm-hmm. I really like your work. So then the next day, I go and do it in front of everybody, and we have this thing called a chemistry read where you, you're, you're with one of uh, another character. <clears throat> so my specific scene was me and Sinqua Walls, who plays uh, Sean. <clears throat> so we had to do a scene together where it was legit hating each other. So. <laughs> I brought props. I brought cigarettes. I brought. <laughs> I was ready. Dingiest thing. I wore everything that I thought Dre would embody, and 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 no one else had done that, you know. Because even though I had a, a kind of an in, I didn't want any type of you know questions about who deserves this role or not. Wow. So, so then after that, two days later, they called me saying, you know, we're signing you on, and we're gonna fly you to New York. And I want you to meet with the cast and everybody. And that's when I sat, that's when I sat down with Amari and we just talked for about two, three hours and just, you know, just picked each other's brains because I had to figure out the, the, the mindset of, of what of who Ghost is, you know, and, you know, apply that to, you know, my character, too, as well. And with, with 52. So it was a process it's like it took a month in entirety, but it was just surreal man I remember you know I knew it was real when my mom knew about it like my mom knew what what power was she was like ah what's the uh, superstar now you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was just like oh snap this is really happening so it was just a moment of just gratitude man and just give God the glory because it's an amazing that's right show to be a part of it really is I'm glad that you mentioned your mom because you are actually um, you are from uh, you have a Nigerian heritage so so the fact that your your mom was familiar with power um, shows how how big this show has become Mm -hmm. how were you handling being a part of 
um, such a phenomenal show? Are you being recognized more often? Like, how oh, are you handling God, it? Crazy now, man. Like, you know, ever since episode seven, because people knew what was going on. People knew Dre, but they didn't really know Dre. And from episode seven on, especially since the finale, it's been kind of like kind of crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, being a part of it, you know, it. I try to live in the moment because I'm really a part of one of the best shows that's going to be like ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to go down as The Wire. It's going to go down mm-hmm. as Entourage, you know. So it's humbling to know that you're a part of history right now. Yeah. Being that it's so early in my career, it's just I'm just trying to learn as much as I possibly can. And I've seen a switch from being, oh, I know him from somewhere to like, yo, my God, that's Dre. I love you. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just trying to just keep who I am and keep me going forward because I know God willing is just only going to continue to grow in um, season three and beyond. Um, you know, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Um, I had an opportunity to uh, interview you briefly on a red carpet for uh, a Toast to Young Hollywood, and that is when I found out that you're actually a music artist as well, right? Yes. So, I mean, I, I have to say, like, I had to tune in a little bit. I had to, like, research you a little bit on YouTube, listening to your, your songs and everything. Like, you you are a certified artist. How long have yeah. you been singing and pursuing that as well? Um, You know, the funny thing is I've been doing music since I was five, six. You know, I, I performed at the Apollo when I was 15, <laughs> and I won that twice. And that's kind of where I built my confidence. Mm. That I really wanted to do this. And then in college, I was doing college tours. So music is really what the focus was like acting literally came 2000 end of 2011 mm. like I lost the TV show was my first audition wow out of curiosity I, how are you able to balance the two now that you know your power is growing and becoming so big yeah. Um, yeah. has it been difficult you know balancing the two no it's not it's not difficult because I've always been a multitasker you know I've always been doing two or three things you know whether it was in college I was studying for a test and then taking the train to the studio and then leaving for town to go on a tour or go to go on a tour or whatever the case may be so I've, my my mind has always been conditioned to do this i just know that like i've had to sacrifice a lot of my free time mm-hmm. and 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 you know time that you'd be out partying and doing all those things but like when you want something so bad you know none of that matters so mm-hmm. i literally want to be one of the best in both fields so that's that's the focus. So it's, it's now fun. You know, it's fun for me. I don't look at it as work. Nice. Um, where can we find you on social media so that the fans can hear your music and hear other things that you have uh, in the works? Um, well, yeah. You can follow me on Instagram, uh, Rotimi Music, R-O-T-I-M-I Music, Twitter, Rotimi. Um, I, I try to reply to everybody. Um, my website, RotimiMusic.com. Um, you can get all the new stuff. We're actually about to release an EP uh, very, very soon. But the single is out right now. It's called Lotto featuring 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're shooting the, uh, the video next week. So you have a visual to follow up to. That's a hot song. We played that in uh, one of our intros, mm-hmm. you know, a couple episodes ago. It was really a hot song. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. How did you get 50 to uh, collaborate on it? Oh man, it was crazy. You know, people think, oh, 50's the one that put Roe on the show. And it's like, no, man, I actually auditioned. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, seriously, like, um, in the beginning of the season, obviously, me and 50 spent a lot of time because we filmed the majority, um, majority of our scenes together. And I didn't talk about music until maybe three months into it. Like, I didn't bring it up. We just built as friends. We just talked about finances, life, everything, you know, how to handle fame, all these kind of questions I was asking him. And then one night, um, his the head A and R of G Unit happened to just be in one of my studio sessions, and heard my song and was like, "Yo, I have to bring this song to 50." I still didn't call him, so he brought the record to G Unit the next day. And when I walk into the office, 50 happens to be there. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Yo, little bro, what are you doing here?" I'm like, "Hey, man, um, Tony brought me here." I was like, um, I got some records if you want to listen to it. So I played it for him, and he just went crazy. He was like, yeah, I got to record this ASAP. This is what we're going to do. We're going to shoot a video. We're going to take you on this tour. We're going to get it. It's like, I got plans for you. Yo, this is literally like December. And so what we're doing now with the record and the, the traction it's getting and it, and it being in the show, it, it's 
it's exactly what he what he had said it was going to be. And wow, I'm just excited for the future, man, because we got so many so many plans. We are ex- not only excited for you and your music career, we're obviously also excited for what's to come with you in Power Season 3. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't ask if there's any spoilers because I don't want to get you fired, but... Um, <laughs> <Please. laughs> but... Uh, it's been a pleasure really talking to you and please next time you that you uh, come to California please calm down to the After Buzz and sit with us and, and uh, we love to ha- have you as a special guest for Inside the, for inside the Studio oh man it'll be a pleasure Ma. you guys have been fun yeah thanks thank so much thank you appreciate it thank you. thank you I wish I could see y'all but it's uh, <laughs> uh, we will tweet you the link and you'll be able to see the visual and you know all the good stuff so we'll tweet we'll tweet you all that information and thanks again I'm for so everything and uh, oh their photo <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm, I'm taking <laughs> it guess what say cheese because I'm taking a selfie with you right now wait, wait, am I looking left or right where are we going right <laughs> <in the camera laughs> <here. laughs> y'all want a photo bomb yeah, yeah. are y'all photo bombing <laughs> <laughs> You've been fun, man. Thanks so much for coming on. All right. Thank you, bro. We'll talk to you later, all right? All right. All right thanks a lot. <laughs> okay. So what, uh, what a crazy season finale. Love okay. Mm-hmm. So question. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote something. I use Angela for two, to protect our family. You fucking that kid could have destroyed our family. Does this nigga have nerve or what? <laughs> That's like calling a pot kettle black. Sure is. <laughs> what do you guys think about that? But we knew he was going to do that. What grown man finds out that his woman is cheating on her too and isn't like, so you just going to do this to our family? <laughs> That's what that, That's what y'all do. You knew he was going to do that. And like, and, and, and just to, to stick up for ghosts just for a second, Tasha did low-key put a battery in Sean's back to make him do things that he probably would not have done if they weren't sleeping together. So he had a little of a little bit of point. But to act like it was just all on her, that was just stupid. That was ridiculous. I mean, not only that, though, the whole Kanan situation and how Kanan has that power over Sean, I think that's kind of where, um, you know, Ghost was going with, you go, you know, this dude is basically could, dis- could destroy this family. Because if I'm gone, he's about, about to put a bullet in my head. If I'm gone, who's going to take care of this family, mm-hmm. I think is where he was coming from. So I get that point. At the same time, you the pop calling the kettle black. Yeah, right? definitely. Because Angela could have destroyed that family as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. I'm I'm totally I'm fifty fifty. Um, I think that he could have maybe handled the situation better, and then that time he let his emotions get the best of him. Mm-hmm. Versus Tasha normally is the emotional one, but he kind of let his emotions get to him because why his wife is messing, you know, bang Sean, mm-hmm. and so he let his emotions get with. Um, he let his emotions get to the best of him, but I think he could have handled it just a little bit better and acknowledged his screw ups. Mm-hmm. Then it could have maybe handled been handled just a little bit better. That's just what I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So now, woo, question. So Tommy didn't tell Ghost about Holly going to the feds. Ghost lied about not killing pink sneakers. Ghost never told Tommy Tasha um, that he that that Tommy. Um, I'm sorry. Ghost never told Tommy Tasha and he set Kanan up. Mm-hmm. Ghost never told Tommy he bribed Holly. Ghost didn't tell he already had a plan underway of killing the drug lords. So my question is, who's wrong for lying? Tommy, Ghost, both. What you think? <laughs> I have a lot to say, so go ahead. <laughs> I think, well, I mean, you just pointed out all the lies. Mm-hmm. Ghost is up here with the lies and Tommy's kind of here. And I feel like... Yeah, okay, they both lied, but Tommy gave him that opportunity to come clean, and I don't think he used it. He should have told him about Holly. Like, yeah, I sent your girlfriend away. At least, I know Tommy would have reacted kind of crazy, but at least he would have known the truth. And I think, you know, him finding out after made the situation way worse. (laughs) This is what I think, Uh, and I appreciate the relationship that the two of them have, but at the same time, we know who Tommy is, right? Tommy is a little bit off the wall, and sometimes, you know, I mean, he'd be sniffing. He's kind of wild sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I think the position that Ghost comes from is sometimes I'm not going to tell you things for your own good because you will get in the way and so I'm not necessarily mad at him for holding things back. Like, yeah, they're supposed to be brothers and yeah, they're supposed to be keeping it real with each other. But uh, I think that Ghost was thinking from it like or thinking about it as in you know, he doesn't necessarily need to know all of that right now. And their relationship, this is what happens when you grow apart. 
when you start yeah, to true. grow in different directions you're not going to tell everybody everything because everybody can't handle it and everybody can't see it the way you see it I think that I think what could have been done and it would have been another lie on Ghost's part but maybe he could have flipped the whole Holly thing like listen she talked to the feds and you don't know what Angela's capable of I had to send her away like he could have justified it a little bit differently mm-hmm. instead of being like she's all wrong for you like he could have <laughs> really been like Dude, she talked to the feds. When somebody talks to the feds, mm-hmm. they have to go away. Mm-hmm. I think Tommy probably would have understood it a little better from those terms. But it's just time for them to break. They yeah. they broke. They people break up. They, they but it's hard. That's hard yeah. to watch. That's hard to watch because I'm so in love with their relationship, their brother. You just don't see things like that anymore. But I was really frustrated at that at that ending scene, and I know we'll get there. But I was just no, like, we could go y'all, now. just talk. Like yeah. you know, what I'm saying? just talk about yeah. it. Just really sit down and be like, all right, listen, bro. You know, get it off your chest or whatever. But here they are sitting here holding guns to one another, and it's just like y'all. You know, y'all have come too far for this. I mean, think about it too from Tommy's perspective. Like he hated. He hated Angela for for ghosts and begged like begged him to leave her alone and all of this stuff, you know. But he didn't. He didn't. He tried to kill. Her, almost tried to kill her. Didn't get through. So I guess it's like, okay, wait. You have all this nerve to send my girl away, <laughs> and I'm telling you, you need to get rid of Angela. And you you didn't. You know, you you kept this girl around. So it's like, it's a little unfair, I guess, in a sense. And you know, that's his. Uh, to me, you could tell that's kind of like his first love in a sense. His first serious like love, love. And I think. You know, the way that he kind of handled it, you know, Tommy's just like off the wall about it because Holly was probably the only other person he feels cares about him and go send this chick away. So I don't know. I, I, I think. I hear that. I do hear that. But I do think that Tommy, even though he sees it for what it is, he's logical about it, he also understands that he goes needed Angela for as you know for the plan because if he would have left her alone if ghost would have left angela alone she would have still come after them and then there wouldn't have been a plan to get tommy out or whatever so i think ultimately it wound up working in their favor and i think tommy could actually see that i don't know i don't know what i think? think it's i think it's less about the women at this Spoiler point more about alert. and more about the business oh. i think it's the the let's really think about it ghost wants out mm-hmm. yes tommy doesn't want out at all when you have two people who want two totally different things in a business this drastic, you can't, you can talk, but it's like if you, if you're married to somebody and all of a sudden they're like, I don't want kids. And the other person was like, well, I told you I wanted kids. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Do you just, if one of them is going to have to sacrifice and unfortunately nobody wants to bend. So That's true. they got a break. Out of curiosity, because Tommy brings it up in the end. He says, well, I'm going to do my business. I'm going I'm to handle this. Do you guys think that maybe if Ghost had just kind of said, "Okay, you know what? You handled this drugs, this drug stuff. I'm gonna go deal with these these um, clubs." You think that would have maybe been a solution? What do you guys think? Not, not when it's you dealing with your life. Because if Lobos got locked up and this was like some real street stuff, somebody's dying. I mean, prior to all of this, they, um, all this stuff didn't yeah. happen. Yeah, um, you think that would have been a, a viable solution? No? I don't know. Good don't question. Know. Um, my take on this whole Tommy ghost thing is uh, certain situations I'm for ghosts and some situations I'm for uh, I'm for Tommy. But I think for me, you said that it's more it's not really about the women. I think it is the women, and there is a rule that we have: bros before hoes. Sorry, <laughs> <Amen>. ladies, but <laughs> that is that is just simply the way it is, and. Both of them, in their own way, have allowed sorry hoes to um, <laughs> to 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 break this to break up this business, this friendship, the family. They're both they're both to blame for this. Well, let me ask you something: Does the bros before hoes um, theory apply when you're married as well? Because technically, in Ghost's mind, he damn near married to Angela. So. When you marry or in a relationship like that with somebody, you ain't picking Reynard over <laughs> your wife. You just you're not. Like you're you like might. you're like, okay, cool. Me and you got riff Reynard, but this is my woman. But Reynard though. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm That's sorry. her name right there, Reynard. I don't know who that is. Um, <laughs> okay, so then in that case, so is but, Tommy right for always fighting with like for always going hard for Holly? Even though Holly crazy and almost well, I think off. if Holly were a great girl, sure. 
<laughs> but Holly is all over the place too. So you know what I mean? Like if if Holly was this wholesome girl who was just didn't wasn't a troublemaker, then we would probably be able to be like, well, I mean, he loves her. You that's know, wifey to Tommy though. That's, that's wifey. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I never understood that. I mean, when you're young, bros before hoes, okay, I get it. When you're young, but when you're an adult, okay, come on. Are you going to marry your bro? Like, I mean, I'm saying you, at some point you need to, you know, okay. Anyway, I do want to talk about um, the killings. Can we talk about the killings real quick? And I want to know about the thought process and what you guys think of the cards. I mean, obviously at the end of the episode, we find out that Ghost is the one who's doing all the killings, but he's putting the card down. It is that was the detective correct when he was talking to Lobos in that that was the Jimenez um, signature card? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So was Ghost trying to actually like uh, set it up and frame the yeah. Jimenez stuff? That's, that's uh, exactly so, yeah. what he's doing. And he was so tra- uh, he was so strategic with it because I noticed that sometimes he would shoot you with the left gu- with his left uh, the gun with his left hand, and sometimes he would shoot it with the right hand, which is why at first I thought, oh, this probably is Kanan because Fifty Cent is left handed. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, I'm Ghost. Oh, you really? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. No, I think I, I was thinking it was Kanan. So I was watching. So I, I marked it on my notes. But literally, sometimes he used the left. Sometimes he used the right. And sometimes he used both hands, but with the left and front. Mm-hmm. So he has a plan in his head that he just is not sharing with everyone else. Ghost is dope. Okay, yes, Ghost is. is dope, and I just, I just, you know, he's so smart in the way that even like that's a, a thing that I never even noticed mm-hmm. him, you know, shooting with the left versus the right. <laughs> I do want to um, mention Blizzle One who said that um, at the very end, you know, when there was a, a spider card on Ghost's desk and it was bloody and everything, that he mentioned that uh, it, that was Lobos's way of saying, "Ghost, I know it was you who sent me to jail, and I know it was you that had me stabbed." Do you think that that was what what that was about, or what do you guys think that part of it? I definitely think that that's what it was because Mike, well, one, Mike, let's talk about Mike real quick, who is, I think, the plant. He's the mole. Well, he, oh, he is. He's, he's, right. he's he the mole. Right? So, so you have to think, and everybody is getting stabbed except two people. Two people who you know are working directly with you. You have to think, okay, so you're the only person that's, that's not dying? Mm-hmm. It's you. So I don't think that ghost left any room for, yes, the car was a smart idea, but when you really think about it, he didn't leave any room to, to think it was anybody besides ghost or, or them. Because probably he thought that when he sensed Pablo in there to stab him, mm-hmm. he because where he stabbed him, he stabbed him literally right in, 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 the, in the artery. Yeah. So technically speaking, he should have been dead, mm-hmm. but it's kind of one of those things by the grace of God, mm-hmm. that he was alive. So I don't think Ghost had the intention of Lobos to actually live. Yeah, I agree. Right. Yeah. No, and I agree with yeah. that. Uh, um, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think about the plan of uh, Ghost? Again, he's such a mastermind. Him saying, Tommy, the only way that we could flip this around on Kanan is for him to uh, think that I don't trust you or you don't yeah. trust me or whatever. But it, it was a good idea. The only problem was there kept there was a constant conflict between the two Tommy. where they keep having these these meetings. And so by the time all of these things built up, Tommy simply had enough. First of all, he just got out of jail. Mm-hmm. He didn't snitch. And and then he finds out that that um, Holly's back. That that ho- <laughs> um, that Holly's back. But also the fact that um um oh shit um. That Tasha and uh, Tasha and Ghost set, put, set him up. So that was something that he didn't know. Then he didn't know that that uh, Ghost um, sent his girlfriend away. Those are two major things where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, you didn't tell me that you didn't tell me that you put you took five thousand dollars out of the out of the out of the the, the, the drug money. Okay. That's one thing. But to those two pieces of information, Tommy had a right to kind of flip and be like, what the mm-hmm. F? Mm-hmm. Especially after he gave him the opportunity to like put it all out there. And I think that's if it was me, I'd be fed up too. Like mm-hmm. I am giving you the opportunity to you know, let's wipe this lid clean. You know, yeah, give me that. everything and then I still have to find out crap after after the fact. Yeah no. Well, let me flip mm-hmm. it real quick. Tommy was mad at Holly for uh he tried to he wanted to kill Holly he for sure going did. to the feds. So go sent her away. You mad? But mm-hmm. you ain't mad that you wanted to kill her? Because mm-hmm. if she never handcuffed Tommy to the bed, he would have choked her out. Mm-hmm. So what What are you mad at, Tommy? <laughs> that he did point. it and That's you didn't? Point. Great point. 
Good point. Speaking... Oh, go ahead. No, um, I don't know if I'm jumping, but I think that I wanted to touch on the fact that I do like that Ghost went to uh, Ruiz and was like, uh, you know... You should leave. Like you, you guys, you need to leave. I think just him honoring the code of like family and and you know him having children and so forth just kind of just. Went but to I him. don't think that's what it was about. Yeah, it, was, it was to get uh, the Isabel out, out so that Angela it's, could it's, get yeah. off. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, but I hear that side. But I'm just saying, I think that he had you know, that, yeah, ultimate. That motives. was it, and right. I believe he didn't really think that Ruiz was going to actually leave. Mm-hmm. Or did he? What do you think? Did you? I think he knew Ruiz was going to leave because no, Ruiz he didn't, no, Ruiz Ruiz didn't leave because he closed the door and. It, Isabel got in the SUV and they drove off. Oh, so you don't think Ruiz oh, ever no. got in the car? Uh, so Ruiz is he's he's back in he's and he's somewhere in New well, York somewhere. Even if I Ruiz think. left, based on his personality, he's been trying to get a seat at the table for for a minute. So once Ruiz hears that everybody got shot and he's the only one still standing, he's coming back mm-hmm. because you're not leaving that kind of money on the table. You're yeah. not just gonna be like, well, I'm here in California, getting it. Right. You're gonna come back. So I think he would have been he's back anyway. Speaking of comeback, this is the only part of the episode that I absolutely almost hated was the fight scene between Ghost and Kanan. I hated that scene. <laughs> Why? Because I hated it. I, I literally yeah. have it in my notes. I hate this scene. Okay, that's so my, why did listen, I hate it? You either kill this ass or you don't. <laughs> you don't don't give don't give me no dynasty did, bullshit yeah. where, yeah, where you leave it like open. You leave, yeah, where you leave it open <laughs> for him that. to potentially come back. No, I, I don't like it. Yeah. That's all it's, I that, it bothered me so much that he pulled out the gun, he had it to him, and then he wants to turn Kanan around, take his gun. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. And, then, and then, listen, <laughs> if you're that close up on somebody, understand that because, remember, Ghost knows how to pull that Krav Maga uh, scene or, you know, that move and take the gun. Somebody else might be capable of doing that, and clearly Kanan was. I hated that whole scene. Let's talk about Ghost getting his club back. Where we're gonna uh, oh, um, go we're ahead. gonna get to that. Um, <laughs> anything else on the on the um, ghost and Kanan fight? No, I just <laughs> wanted him to. I wanted him to slit his throat. Like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like that. Like like y'all, like kill him. Well, that's, that's the other thing. I was mad that he actually didn't. You know, when you leave somebody on the floor and you don't know if they're dead or not, like shoot him or kill him or something. Don't just light him on fire. Mm-hmm. I also, I first all thought about that too. Like you should have let him burn. But the fact that because I, I went back and watched it, this is okay. So you see this whole black thing. This is ghost, and then <laughs> this is all the fires here. There's no way in hell that you can get up from a burning fire where the fire is literally about. Is this close to your face? You cannot get up and go and then break out. I just, I don't like it. I'm done. That's it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that scene either. But Stern, as far as the um, as far as the ghosts and Stern and Madeline thing, that was such a open shut case. Oh, see, I think I, think, I think, so. think I had more of an issue with that scene than I did the fight, it was too mainly close. because okay. it was too soon. I didn't want. Ghost Ghost flexes his hand too much publicly sometimes. I agree. I was like, why did you show up? Let yeah. her do her business. Yeah. Let her bring you the paperwork so Stern can still be like, yo, dang. But he like, you got my club back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why don't do this in front of him? Right. That 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 bothered me because I was like, well, here we go with this. Male ego. And they both have been doing it the entire yeah. season. Yeah. So, but I, I agree with you, Cornelia, because now, guess what? Personal vendetta, I'm coming for you. And I really yeah. think that all of Ghost's, well, you know, maybe I should save it for predictions. But, <laughs> but you know what? I think um, it was a no-brainer for him to show up because when he goes to the club and realizes that Ghost owns it, how else would he? I mean, it's a, of course he knows that he got it from his wife. But you got to let people, when they're stewing, let them. You gotta <laughs> let them stew for a while and then let them find out later. But you, yeah. you basically punch Stern in the face three <laughs> sure times, did. like bow, yeah. bow, bow, and he was like, "You can't give him. Don't give it to him all at one time. Okay. Yeah. Let him think that he at least still has his club. So later, you like, oh, you didn't know she gave me my club back. Yeah. So you won't look like a, you're in on it. Yeah. It's a, yeah. it's a exactly because it's a double whammy. Because remember, Stern is the kind of man that he is. He's like that manly man where you know things like that bother him. So not only did you come up here and get the club back but you're like sort of rubbing it in my face mm-hmm. too so it's it's like you bruise this ego real tough you know mm-hmm. what I mean you work with my wife and all of that stuff so I agree speaking of bruise ego that poor thing Greg <laughs> <laughs> he's salty he's so salty <laughs> um I, I, I had 
had wondered if Mike has something to do with the sexual uh, harassment assault. I wonder if Mike actually put that in play and not Angela. Mm-hmm. I think... I, so, go ahead, uh, Janisha. No, I, I kind of have to agree with, with you, um, Bob. I do think that Mike has a lot more to do with that happening than just Angie. I don't know. That, that's what I think. So I think, I think Mike went along with it because if he really is Team Lobos... Mm. He knows that anything that is potentially going to get them closer to finding out who Lobos is and shutting this whole thing down, he needs to shut it down. So, so when true. Greg went, when he, when Angie came with this Greg bogus story, Mike probably knew it was bogus, but he also knows. Okay, so take Mike out of the picture. Angie obviously isn't going to pursue this because he knows that he's dealing. She's dealing with. He's dealing with ghosts. Mm-hmm. So he basically he helped her eliminate the problem right there. Because mm-hmm. with Greg so out, true. you can't. Who's going to pursue it? Angie's not. Um. The final thing before we go into cold piece, Angela, um, um, Ghost and Angela. They're back. back. I don't care. So who cares? I'll let you guys go. I'm I'm over them. I My care. hands are washed. I like so it. I know you do. <laughs> so I know you don't have any. I have nothing to say. Go ahead. I just like it. I like the whole scene. And then I like that last scene where he gets in bed with his clothes on and it shows that it's not all about the sex. It was like love. That was a love moment right there. I kind of agree with that. I mean, don't get it twisted. I was a little. I was a lot over Andy, you know, during this season. But I do think at the end of the day. You know, him getting out, uh, getting out of the game and, and starting this new life. And like Angela fit that piece of the puzzle to complete that for me, mm-hmm. you know. And so and then Tasha, she she obviously at this point is, you know, all about the money and the, and the street life. And I just didn't think that that suited that situation. So, yeah, I'm rooting for it. I, I just want to give Cornelia her props real quick because she said that Tasha wasn't going to care when Sean got killed. <laughs> and she, she definitely did not <laughs> care when Sean got Keisha was up more upset than she was. So, I Tasha just want to give like, you props oh, for oh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's crazy. I think... <laughs> I was a little... My thing with Angie and Ghost, I knew it was bound to happen that at the end she was going to be like, well, if this is who you are. But my thing is, Angie, if you got a problem with Ghost being a drug dealer, what drug dealer you know one day say, you know what, I'm just going to stop selling dope. <laughs> that At that level, and it's just, just completely done Clean, with it. Yeah. All ties cut. So I think it's still that whole naive... I, I want the dream life and I hope it comes true but then if it doesn't I'm going to get salty at Ghost again and I take no responsibility mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's I was like okay here we go and again and she did say that I can um, I could try to forget about the past or something I could try to forget about it but I won't she, she was saying she, you won't forget it like she's, she's going to try though. she's going to try Yeah. okay mm-hmm. um, any other thoughts really quick before we go into predictions Okay, we don't need any music. Cornelia, can you give us quickly your cold piece of the week? Cold piece of the week for the finale of Power Season 2 goes to, first, all of the fans who have been supporting us watching this after show from Season 1 all the way up until now. We really appreciate you guys. Tweet us, you leave comments on YouTube, Instagram, you hit us up, let us know your predictions, and we really appreciate it. You keep the show going, and you keep us happy and motivated to come in here and do what we got to do and give you a great after show. So, Cold Peace goes to you. Cold Peace at goes to the hair and makeup team for season three, because after Kanan walked through fire, he's going to have to look like Freddy Krueger for the rest <laughs> of the series, and they're going to have to put it in hard time and work, because he has to be burnt to a crisp. Oh, my God. Let us know. Who you think Shout out is. Shout out Makeup team. They gotta do it Sweater and all He need a, a dive hat He needs to be Fred Krueger Let us know who you think Cold Peace and Cold Peace It should be Hit us up on Twitter Instagram and Facebook Hashtag Cold Peace Okay let's go into Predictions <coughs> Okay, and who's first, lady? I'll go first. Okay, so now that we know that Angela and Ghost are back together, and I think now it's going to be kind of like a team, them against the world, well, against everybody else, and I definitely see um, them going after Greg at some point. He's going to be dead next (coughs) season, of course. And I think that Angela's going to be the one to shoot him, so that's just my prediction. I want to say that uh, my prediction is coming true. One prediction that I gave said that Tommy and Tasha and Kanan were actually going to get together and kind of go against uh, Ghost when they find out that Kanan is alive or whatever. So, um, I don't know. I I don't have a prediction as of yet. I know a lot of things are going to happen, but we'll just see how it unfolds for me. I predict 
I'm piggybacking off of Robin because Tasha doesn't know that Kanan is the one who shot Sean. Nobody ever told her that it was actually Kanan. She thinks it's Ghost. I think that's going to cause a bigger issue. So now with Tommy and Breaking Away, I think it's just going to be a true stand down. Mm-hmm. Ghost against everybody else. I have a couple of predictions. Um, I think Kanan actually, I'm sorry, I think Ghost actually wanted um, in my head maybe a little bit to actually keep Kanan alive because he has to literally now live the rest of his life with a burnt face. And I think that's worse than actually killing him. So I think maybe he did it on purpose. Okay. Um, Secondly, sorry, Holly has to die. And let me tell you why. <laughs> Tommy Can has to die that? season three because <clears throat> there's no way uh, Tommy was has been given um, has been given a demand from Lobos that you either kill you either kill Ghost mm-hmm. or I'm going to kill you mm-hmm. the dog and Holly. Yeah. Well, the well Ghost thinks he's out of the out of the drug game. He can't. He's going to have to somehow come back with 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 Ghost and they're going to have to figure this out because he's not going to kill Ghost. Mm-hmm. Ghost cannot die. He just can't. He's the star of the show. He just can't die. So it has to be Holly. Holly has to die. But when she go, I need it to be on some like real big. Top of the, I mean, top of the top. I mean, I need her to like go so that we can talk about it for years down the road. Like, mm. oh my God, did you see Holly's death? That's what I need to happen. And then, um, <laughs> and then Tasha is going to go against Ghost because she thinks that um, he killed Sean. And so right. those are my predictions. Can I just add one more? I th- also, I think we forgot to touch on it. I think Dre definitely is going to be all team uh, Ghost now. I definitely <clears> see him, you know, bring him under his wing. And maybe, you know, they now are going to be part of this power team to kind of save him against Kanan and everybody else. So I think that that's going to happen. And I cannot front. I was very happy when I saw Holly hit the screen. I told you. I just got it happy, too. I was like, oh. She had a makeover and everything. She, yeah. Um, (laughs) Makeover. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, um, it's been a great ride uh, here at AfterBuzz TV for Power Season 2. Keep us... Keep us locked on social media. We may have some news to come pretty soon. So just keep following us and keep following us and uh, and see what we have in store uh, yeah. coming up. So let everyone know where you could be found on social media. All right, at Janisha underscore Miss Vi. I am at Robin Ayers on all social media. I am at Canelia on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and Happy Hour Podcast on iTunes. And I can be found on all social media at Bam Erickson. We want to thank our special guest, Mr. Rotini, uh, who plays the character Dre, uh, stopping in on uh, via Skype. And thank you guys so much for all the love and support that you have given us here at AfterBuzz TV for this great show on Stars called Power. So until then, we will see you guys very soon. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.